0: Welcome back to the Immersive English Podcast, episode number five. My name is David. I'm your host. And I've got a guest with me today, my friend Cameron. Cameron, thanks for taking the time to come on the show.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: So for those of you listening, uh, I went to university with Cameron and we studied German together. And I just wanted to have him on the show because he's one of these people that is really good at learning languages, and he just seems to have kind of a natural talent for it. Actually, I don't think I ever told you this, Cameron, but uh, when I first met you, I was a little bit jealous of you because your German was so good, and I felt like it was much better than my German, especially considering uh, I felt like I had put much more time into learning it than you had, And uh, yeah, so I was a little bit jealous.
1: (laughs) Well, you definitely put more time into it because I remember being jealous of you since you could actually answer the questions the professor would ask since you bothered to do the homework.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That kind of brings up a good point, though, because so when you're learning a language, there's kind of two aspects. You have the natural talent, and some people are just going to be better at learning languages than others. But then the other part is the work, you have to put the work into it. Um, And that was that was the part that I was kind of jealous about was how I think you you said you had been like a few months in Germany. And uh, can can you tell me about that? You had spent, I think, three months in Germany. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, it's just about right. Um, When I really started to get to know you in in um, grad school, then uh at by that point I had spent two months in Germany. And then in 2013, uh in December I spent another month. So altogether about three months. Um okay. what I would also say is I think we simply worked differently. Um like I, I put t- I put in my time too, but I put it in different areas, and yeah. um like I can't tell you how many hours I put into learning how to sing songs. Or mm-hmm.
0: um, yeah, that's interesting that you mentioned singing songs because uh, you mentioned that the last time we talked that uh, uh, one of the things you do to help uh, learn a language is listen to especially rap music yeah. and, and really focus on uh, the lyrics of rap songs. So can you tell me about that a little bit more?
1: Yeah. Um, so, what really helps? Each type of music seems to do something uh, different. If it's music that I don't particularly enjoy, but it's a natural form of music from the from the target culture or the target language, at least I can get something culturally out of it. Um, perhaps an idea in the song comes up, and I go, "Oh, okay." Uh, that's that's like what I'm used to or it's totally different and then I know that I can go ask about it um, what I also would do is I would start with things that something where the target culture offered something that's similar to my native culture right um, an example for German would be um, there's a band called die Totenhosen and yeah, yeah. they're a rock group they have uh, a lot of punk style music and um So the style really carried over to some stuff that I like in the United States. Um, And with that, I was able to start singing songs and styles that I typically listen to. Rap became really cool despite the fact that I don't typically listen to rap in my off time, um, excuse me, on my off time, I did discover that it's extremely useful for fluency because you have to be able to talk quickly. So um, I could find a rap singer or, or a rapper that would have something going on that I liked. And, and then I would slowly, I would have to slow down the track. I would have to go uh, stanza for stanza, line for line, and just keep up, um, which helped me learn to read faster out loud and increase my fluency.
0: Yeah, that's cool. It, it seems like you really love music and you love to sing. So you were able to find a way that you could do something you loved and also be learning a language at the same time. So I, I could imagine that that's really good for your motivation, keeping up your motivation. Um, and the other thing, too, is like, because I feel like you are really good, that's one of the the talents that you have. I don't know if it's a talent or a skill, but your pronunciation in German, at least, I can say is really good. And um, it seems like maybe the music helped you uh, improve your pronunciation in German, is that correct?
1: I think so. Um, Also, thank you. Um, I think so, but what's really interesting to me is I've been told, like, so singing-wise, I'm a bass. And um, one of the most famous bass singers, I mean, maybe someone could say he's more of a baritone, but I think he's a bass, is Till Lindemann from Rammstein. And um, I was super lucky in a lot of ways because, first of all, um, Rammstein is, is a heavy rock band, so I really like that. Secondly, uh, Lindemann and I have a similar vocal range. And thirdly, that music is super vulgar. Like It just <laughs> says some of the worst, most horrible things that you could ever imagine which is phenomenal for language learning because you remember it.
0: Um, mm, yeah.
1: So like, it's shocking. And I remember when I first was hearing the stuff, there was like a very militaristic cadence to it. Um, and it, it was everything I needed. Well, later uh, I would be singing in Germany and some friends of mine would, would laugh. They would say, oh my God, Cameron can sing this better than we can. Um, they also found that when I was singing, my accent was less noticeable um, while singing as opposed mm. to when speaking. So yeah, I am sense. not entirely sure about this. But I've also heard stories of people that are stutterers being able to sing better, like Ozzy Osbourne, for example, than they can actually speak. Um, huh. Where, Like when they when they sing, they don't stutter.
0: Huh. So yeah, that's interesting.
1: I suspect, and I think I've even read some things that suggest that the brain is hitting different spots or accessing different areas when you're singing. Um, I do think that some yeah. of the some of the progress for singing and accents carries over because, again, it helps with the fluency. Uh, you start to pick up on certain things where you're like, oh, okay, I sound different from the singer, and you make the proper adjustments. But um, I, still, I still have a, a, um, something of a noticeable accent in my foreign languages. Actually, it's weird. I feel like I have an accent that is sounding kind of foreign in all of my languages. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, either way, singing definitely helped with all of that too.
0: So for the people listening, who are obviously trying to improve their English, um, you would recommend listening and singing along to music. Is there anything else that you would recommend people do to help improve their English?
1: Yes. Um, so obviously get, don't be shy. Um, Being timid is not going to help you be ready to make mistakes. If anything, be excited to make mistakes. Like I love the stories that I have from my language mistakes. Typically I don't get into too much trouble and sometimes you can play with it. So, um, I, I've, I've said dumb things like in Spanish, I wanted to say I was embarrassed about something, I ended up saying I was pregnant. Um,
0: uh, yeah.
1: You know, and then- the words
0: are similar.
1: Yeah, and then in German, I, I didn't know how to say that somebody wasn't smart without saying he was dumb, and I didn't wanna say dumb. So, I remember saying, somebody didn't have a lot of pain in his head because I thought that the word Schmerz was smart, because they to me sound similar, even though Schmerz is pain. So I tried to say, someone yeah. didn't have a lot of smarts in his head, and then the German people that I was talking to, they already spoke English too, and they just laughed and let me continue with my mistake. Um, then as you get to be more advanced, I remember eventually you get to a point to where you can totally play. and. As an example, I know that in German to say, and actually it's kind of the same in Spanish, but to, in German you can say uh, if you're if you're feeling hot, like it's too hot around you, it's a summer day, and you feel uncomfortably hot, you're supposed to say "mir ist heiß." So in English it sounds very weird. It would be like saying "me is hot," and it 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 doesn't feel right to say that. But that's how you do it the proper way in German. Because if you don't do it that way, and you say it the English way in German, you say, ich bin heiß, it means that you're horny, or in other words, <laughs> you want to have sex. So, right. I was at a party, and um, I, I was talking to some girls, and I knew what I was doing, and I said, oh, ich bin heiß. And one girl was like, no, 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 I mean, obviously in German, but no, 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 you need to say, you need to say, Mia ist heiß, yeah, what you just said is totally different, and I was just like, oh, okay, all right, thank you so much for telling me, oh, wow, how embarrassing.
0: Yeah.
1: Because I did it on purpose. Uh, I do
0: that all the time, too, like, you (laughs) intentionally make a mistake just because it ends up being a good topic of conversation and it's kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, I feel like every conversation I have, I I learn something new. And um, yeah. learn, to, learn yeah. to embrace them. You're going to have a funny joke to talk about later. And um, ultimately, you can actually even use the fact that people give you a lot of leeway. <laughs> so yeah. um, other things are try to change as much of your day-to-day as you can with switching things out that you're already familiar with so like if you use Facebook or other online applications change them to the language that you want to learn to use Um, if you happen to be in a place where video games are normal you have access to that go on ahead and switch those to the language that you want to like there are all kinds of virtual worlds where dialogues and expressions are, are 100% translated, um, and you actually even give them input you can that they, they give you as options. So play the video games in those languages. Don't be afraid of children's books. Again, this goes back to not being shy. Um, read kids' books because ultimately that little kid, that three-year-old speaks more of the language you're learning than you do.
0: My conversation with Cameron goes on. Uh, I'm going to stop it for now, and you can listen to the rest of the conversation in the next podcast. I hope you found some of the things he said useful. One of the main takeaways for me was that you should have fun when you're learning a language. It shouldn't be boring, whether you're reading children's books or listening to music and singing along uh, whether you're going out and doing social activities and trying not to be too shy and not being afraid to make mistakes. The key is just to have fun with it because you're at the end of the day, you're not going to learn unless you have fun. Uh, so as I said, we'll continue the conversation on the next episode. Until then, thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you next time. podcast has been brought to you by Immerso Experiences. That's my company. We offer fun, authentic, and effective ways of improving your English, German, or French. Check out our website immersoexperiences.com. That's I-M-M-E-R-S-O experiences.com. We have an e-learning program in which you can have video chat lessons with me, an experienced instructor. And right now we're offering a free trial lesson, so you can test out the course before paying for anything. And one more thing, special thanks to the Young Pioneers for giving me permission to use their song Citizen Soldier for the intro and outro music to this podcast. Go ahead and check out their latest release on Tiger Ultra Records. Okay. Now to the listening comprehension questions. Listening comprehension questions for episode five. Question one, why was I jealous of Cameron when I first met him? I said that I was jealous of Cameron when I first met him. Why was I jealous? Question two, which two main aspects of your target language Can you improve by singing? Cameron recommended that you listen to and sing along to music because it can help you improve which two aspects of speaking English in your case. Question three, another piece of advice that Cameron gave was don't be shy and don't be afraid to make what? So he said, you should not be shy, and that you should not be afraid to make... (laughs) Question four, last question. Cameron also advised that you change something into your target language. So, you're learning English, you should change something into English. And what did he suggest that you change into English? He said actually three different things that you should change into English. The answers to these questions can be found on our website, immersoexperiences.com.